Mornings just got fresher. The all-new Mixed Breakfast. With Aisha, Ardi and Prim. everyone. This week, the word of the week is called inclusive. Did I say it right? No, <laughs> you didn't. Inclusivity. Can we just say inclusive? Yeah, yeah, can, can. Inclusion, inclusive, inclusivity, but it means that everybody is on the same level and everybody's included. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what a lot of world leaders have been talking about as well. And that's why this week we want to talk about people with disabilities, especially those that are wheelchair users. So this entire week, we're going to be having a lot of great guests. And our first guest for today is none other than YB Senator Dato Ras Adiba Ratsi. Through research, I know that it was several incidents that happened throughout the years which led to you finally being in the wheelchair. Maybe you could tell us a little bit more about it. Thank you. Um, Actually, there was uh, three occasions that made my condition worse. In 1995, I was coming back from covering the soccer match at the Shalam Stadium. I was driving, the car in front braked, I braked and I swerved to the right. But the cars behind couldn't control their car, so they hit me because I was already like that. The left side of my car hit the front car, uh, the right side of my car hit the metal device. And I was thrown out of the front windscreen. Oh, wow. So um, that was the first incident, and I, I, I had injury on my cervical, so they fixed titaniums. I could still walk 95 until 2001. In front of my mother's house, they wanted to um, attack me, they wanted to steal my car. So I was in front of my mom's house, and then my family members was in the Kadalam, they were trying to open the, the manga at the gate inside. And then I was just standing outside the gate, and I saw suddenly there was two bikes with four guys. So I turned around, and I thought they were my brother's friends. But in actual fact, they were just don't know who lah. And then after that, um, suddenly when I turned in front again, waiting for my family to open the gate, I could uh, feel like the strong gush of wind. And and um, one of the uh, guys actually took the helmet and was hitting and hitting and hitting my head. Wow. You know, yeah. So I fell to the ground. When I fell to the ground and I screamed, of course my family was already out of the house door again. So and then the guys freaked out and they they left. So my titaniums had to be adjusted again and the injury came to my chest. I could still walk. 95 car accident, 2001, I was attacked because somebody wanted to steal my car. In 2002, I was uh, taking something from the wardrobe and I slipped. And when I slipped, I heard like a crack that sound. So I thought maybe oh. I sprained my back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sh- so I severed my thoracic 10. So I'm an incomplete paraplegic thoracic 10. When you realized that you were going to be wheelchair bound, what were some of the challenges you, you personally faced? For the first one and a half years, it was very, very hard because even for my family members, they didn't know how to care for somebody who's just become disabled. You yeah. know, it was also very hard for them and then after that I realized in life you have many acquaintances but you have only a few friends the ones who are with you through thick and thin you can count maybe there's only two or three or sometimes five you would get lucky or even ten but you know I had very very few and I was one and a half years I was just lying in bed looking at the ceiling look you know looking at staring at the four walls I am blessed uh, that you know I have a religion you know which I fall back onto and uh, every time I cry I would feel baulah ku pulang baulah ku pulang aku tidak tahu bagaimana untuk begini I don't know how to live like this God please bring me home You know And that time You know You were just so down You know Every time when I would, would say that I would cry I feel uh, Like God put a blanket On top of me To say It's okay kid You'll be fine You know So that went on For one and a half years And I didn't have a job It was very very hard People didn't want to Give me a job I guess it's uh, not normal For somebody who's been In the media And you know In broadcast Especially newscaster To be a paraplegic So you know I, I kept going back To where I was Where I came from And um you know, there was no opening and also because, you know, they didn't want to have me back, you know. So in 2000, 
two. So I didn't have a job. My parents didn't know that I didn't have money. I pretended every time they invited me over to the house and friends invited me to their houses, I would go and eat. They they thought I love their food. I do, but in actual fact, I didn't have money to eat. Oh, no. So I was um, surviving on eating rice and salt and drinking tap water until 2008. You know, um, when I when I when I got um, something to do when I got yeah. a job. Um, I was uh, going, uh, you know, browsing the internet and then I saw um, some athletes overseas. Uh, they were doing long distance marathon and I thought like, hey, yeah, I want to try that, you know. So I promised myself to go down to the ground to the people, to the parents of, uh, you know, persons with disability, to disabled kids' parents to say, hey, you know what? Why don't you get your kids out? Let them get into sport. So that's what I did. I pushed my wheelchair 492 kilometers wow. from Jobaru Melaka to Putrajaya in 10 days. And uh, when I was down on the ground, I met so many disabled people and uh, it was just amazing because I was I was literally soul searching and mm. they helped me. My friends who are disabled are the ones uh, who's in sport as well. They were the ones who pulled me through, you know, because they didn't care whether they could see or they could speak or they could walk. Yeah. What are some of the biggest misunderstandings about people when it comes to wheelchair users? Or living with any disability actually. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, um, there is this thing. Um, I tell my friends that our our disability is our ability. And the one that makes us disabled is not us. It's people's perception, the stigma, the discrimination, and also the, our surroundings, the infra, prasarana around us. It's not conducive. It's not uh, universally designed. People just do it because they have to do it. The ram, they do it. And then I go out, I come down, I ball. You know, the toilets, that's for me. I go in, it's a storeroom. Somebody's sleeping in it or somebody's misusing it. The right. parking space is for me. People abuse it thinking that they have they have the right to do it so what we need to do right now is actually to understand that uh, persons with disabilities the OKUs are part of Kuala Malaysia part of the Malaysian family so you know we must not forget that we have needs and eventually everybody will become disabled so we have to make sure we're on our toes and be there for one another and lift each other up but most of all to make sure that our country is conducive and friendly for uh, persons with disability and also the elderly because 2030 Malaysia is an aging population and if we don't do anything about it right now it's going to be crazy wow. it's just going to be crazy have you seen any change as a senator and you've been actively pushing this agenda like for us not only to respect but to include and that's the theme for this week we want to talk about inclusivity so is there any change well there there is change uh, I have managed to have them think on what what it feels like to be disabled so but it's slowly but surely it's uh, very frustrating for us because it's too slow I give an example like some of my friends they go to school they are uh, they're wheelchair users and then uh, the classes are upstairs I mean like come on on, you know, um, the headmistress or the, the pengetua, you know, they have to be in charge. You know, you know somebody who needs to be on the ground, that kind of the parents have to carry them or friends have to carry them up. You know, so many of my friends went through that many years and now, even today, as we speak, it still goes on. Uh, so we, we really, really need to open our hearts and open our minds and realize that we have to stop this discrimination and, and treating uh, disabled persons like this. Um, we have rights, you know, like we can work, uh, we can go to school, we can have a family. But if you don't allow us to, to to have all that it's very very difficult you know and, and as I mentioned that every one of us eventually will become disabled I remind everybody in the upper house that we have to be very very careful because if we don't do this not right now if we don't uh, create more awareness if we don't push the, the uh, municipalities the building owners you know the, the different different state um, you know the stakeholders then forever we're going to suffer uh, the persons with disability do not have access to education to transportation to rights to work you know I give an example if I'm going to be applying for a job and 
and and I see the form right and then if I say they they say they're sakit I'm like okay but I'm not sakit I'm disabled but I'm sakit I'm not sakit you know mm-hmm. and then and then they, if I take okay you they already reject me it's like what the heck yeah. you know because mm-hmm. some of us we go to school we go have diploma Absolutely. you know degree masters even PhD yeah. yeah 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 and it's just not fair it really isn't because I think a huge understanding a sh- kind of shift and that mentality yeah. needs to happen <clears throat> today on the show we're speaking to YB Senator Dato Ras Adiba Ratsi who has a little message for those that want to know a little bit more I, I just want to say to everyone out there to you know respect and love and and lift each other up especially after the pandemic we've all been down and out but uh, more so for persons with disability like I said so we need to open our eyes our ears our hearts our minds um, to see things around us for a minute or even for a day if you can sit on a wheelchair and see what it feels like you know close your eyes you know and see what it feels like to move if you're blind and uh, you know wear um, ear mufflers or you know headphones and imagine that you're deaf you know there are seven categories of us we are physical we are mental we are learning disability we are deaf we are blind you know we have speech problem and also pelbagai which which comprise of others which is like rare disease and all so i just need everyone to stop for a while and breathe and look at us in the eye and say hey kid it's okay i got you you know because that's what we need we need mm. to be part of the whole community we don't want i mean malaysia is not a welfare country um but what we can do amongst each other is to support each other because what goes around comes around in not in a year 15 minutes sometimes So always be kind. Being kind ada adab tu penting sangat. We must respect and menghormati satu sama lain. It's very important. That is so true. Thank you so much, Senator Raz, for that reminder. Because sometimes we can just get so caught up in our lives and everything. You, It's just so easy to just become so self-absorbed, you know, not realizing that we're all actually in this together, yeah. you know? We are, we are. So, but, you know, I, I'm very happy to be with you guys today because I actually miss, uh, you know, chatting with friends, and, you know, outside in the media because I'm rushing around and doing stuff. But I, I feel that we all can do this together. Um, we can educate. We can uh, create more awareness. I give you an example. Kalau dekat KL, Putrajaya and Johor, Penang, uh, you have uh, hydraulic buses. But outskirts tak ada. So if I, for example, if I go to the outskirts and I take a bus, I have to um, I have to crawl into the bus. And um, because not many buses have the hydraulics to, to go up, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, those are the things that we need to work on. I mean, if you go overseas, they have a lot of transportation which has uh, facilities for the disabled, like those huge London taxis and the taxis even in New York, you know. And we don't have that. So that's something which I I'm pushing you know I have to I must because time is not on my side so I have to make sure that I do the best that I can so that the next generation of the disabled and the present one don't suffer Senator thank you for spending time with us and please know this anytime you need support we're here to help yeah Prem's got a nice car he'll drive over to your house to get you coffee <laughs> kalau you na yeah. also can anytime <laughs> with my top down <laughs> yes <Okay. laughs> thank you Good Senator uh, thank you guys bless you and we'll speak to you soon Take care. Love you guys. Love you too. Love you. YB Senator Dato Ras Adiba Radzi was with us this morning. You can go and check out the interview on our socials. It is at Mix.my. The brand new Mix Breakfast with Aisha, Ardi and Prim and today's best music.